on paper, that sounds like a, you know, hey, making the best of the situation. But for you type AAA people, creates a little bit of a, of a problem. Episode 915 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, strategically planning for a return to racing. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, all those patrons out there, all the folks who are kicking in a buck, two bucks, five bucks, ten bucks, whatever bucks a month uh, each month to support the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, if you if you haven't gotten on board yet and you uh, would be feel so inclined as to do so, uh, patreon.com slash disruns is the link. Uh, we got various things going on, looking to, to maybe improve some things, to optimize some things, maybe add a couple of uh, layers of benefit to to the mix. No promises yet, but kind of got some ideas kicking around. Uh, looking forward to getting some feedback from the folks that are already supporting the show as well. Um, but it's, it's real easy. If you haven't heard of it before, you haven't looked into it, it's it's totally, you're, you're in control. You can adjust your, your pledges. You can adjust it up, adjust it down, adjust your support as needed as you feel I deserve or don't deserve as the case may be. Um, so, you know, if, if you want to do that, if you're willing to do that, certainly appreciate it. We've got the, the book club going strong, uh, diving into uh, Corey Reese's book, Nowhere Near First this month, which is February 2021. Um, but uh, having some good discussions there. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you'd like to, to jump on board, uh, we would love to have you. There's always room on the Patreon train. That much is for certain. So patreon.com slash disruns is the link if you're so inclined. And uh, once again, thank you to to everybody who uh, has been on board in the past and and those that are currently on board. Uh, appreciate your support very, very much. So today, talking about uh, the uh, the hopeful return of of racing and, and what, a, what a difference a year makes, right? Because, you know, if you think back to, to this time last year, this episode coming out, the early part of February 2021, a year ago, you know, the first week in, in February of 2020, man, every everybody was was gearing up, right? Like at least most people were gearing up, uh, looking forward to a spring racing season, maybe doing some some work through the summer, and and you know aiming, you know having sights set on on fall races. Maybe you'd won lotteries, so you were in some of the big races, uh, the world majors. You know, I mean, we all had plans, right? We all had plans and ambitions and goals. And then, you know, we know what happened, a little, uh, little virus situation, little pandemic and, uh, kind of shut, shut lots of things down. Um, and racing certainly was, was one of those things. And, you know, for the most part, it's been, it's been a year ish since a lot of us have, have raced. And I know that there's been some small races. I participated in a, in a small race. Um, you know, there's been virtual races, things like that. Um, but as far as like really getting together. As far as bringing, you know, 5,000, 8,000, 10,000 people together, all, you know, jam-packed in, waiting for the, the gun to go off or the horn to sound or the fireworks to shoot and everybody take off at once. Um, it's been, it's been a minute. It's been, it's been a lot of minutes. It's been about 365 days plus since that has happened. And I think it's safe to say that a lot of us are kind of chomping at the bit to get back to racing again, right? Like even if you're the type of person that doesn't tend to race much, just having the option of jumping into a race probably sounds pretty good to, uh, to more than a few of us right now. I know this for, for somewhat of a fact, because I know I, I coach some people that are really chomping at the bit to get back into racing. And, and I think that we're at the point, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. In fact, I mean, I know we're at the point when is, when is the question, right? Uh, when are races going to be back? 
It's going to happen. Hopefully, you know, it's close-ish. Hopefully sometime, you know, maybe later this spring, certainly into the summer, the fall. Um, What that's going to look like, you know, is it going to mean the the really, really big races? Is New York going to happen this year? Chicago, Boston, Marine Corps? You know, I don't know. I don't know, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not pretending to, to make any guesses today. Uh, I've I've prognosticated uh, many times over the last twelve plus months, and um, I've been wrong pretty much all of those. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to refrain from putting any any firm guesses out there. But but what I am gonna say is that I I really hope that before long, you know, races are gonna be a thing that that we're no longer on, on pins and needles waiting for that last email a week out that confirms that the race is going to happen, that we're going to be able to, to plan a little bit, that we're going to be able to know what's coming, that yes, we've got some races coming, we've signed up, we're ready to go, and we can prepare accordingly without that cloud hanging over our head of, of what's COVID going to do and is the race going to be able to happen. So assuming that that's the case, I feel like there's three types of runners, right? Or there's there's three camps, maybe. Really, there's, there's two camps and there's everybody in the middle. Um, as far as what race calendars are looking like, going forward from from you know from today from from the 5th of February 2021 there's there's two extremes right and then there's again there's all the people in the middle so what are the extremes there's the people that are kind of like me that you know maybe we we run a couple of races a year but we don't really make big plans you know for the most part uh it's been it's been a while i mean goofy doing the fundraising for the goofy challenge last year that was a little bit different but outside of that it's been a while since I've really like had plans six, eight, ten months out as, as far as which races I'm going to run. You know, I've I've mostly been kind of a oh yeah, there's a race in six weeks. That sounds good. Let me jump into it. Or oh, this opportunity presented itself. Let me let me go ahead and make this happen. Um, so there's 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 that crowd. You know, maybe maybe you're in that crowd. If so, you know, a lot of today's episode maybe doesn't quite apply perfectly to you. Hopefully, it's still something you can get from it because that's always that's always the goal is to make these things as as applicable in a variety of, of situations as possible. But if you don't have, you know, a, a laundry list of races already planned for this year, you know, you're, you're, you're in good shape for, you know, continuing to run, continuing to train, not really worried about when races are going to happen. And then when, when it's finally, you know, when it's finally safe, when it's finally uh, at that point where there's herd immunity, where there's vaccines, where there's a combination of both, um, you'll be ready to go. You'll be ready to jump into a race. And, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Way over there on the other end of the spectrum, we've got uh, all you you type A type AAA planner people. You know who you are. I know who some of you are because I certainly coach a few of you. What does what do I mean by that? You're the type of runner that a year ago had, you know, 10, 15, 20 races all planned for 2020. You had maybe you hadn't paid for yet. But you had 10, 15, maybe 20 races planned for 2021. You also had at least a general idea, maybe even planned, but you also had at least a general idea of you know, a handful of races that you were kind of building your, your 2022 calendar around, and maybe even one or two races already penciled in for 2023. You know who you are. Yeah, and I know that there's more than a few of you. So then when, when last year happened... When all pretty much all the races got canceled, there was a lot of hand wringing and what is this going to do for my schedule for next year? Because some of the races, you know, obviously every race kind of responded differently. Some of them straight up canceled. Sorry, you know, maybe there was a virtual option. A lot of races gave you the option to defer, right? So you can you can run it again this year. 
not run it again, but you can run it in lieu of not being able to run last year. You can run the race this year. On paper, that sounds like a, you know, hey, making the best of the situation. But for you type AAA people, creates a little bit of a, of a problem, potential problem, a little bit of a log jam. Because you had those 10 or 15 or 20 races for last year all planned out. And then, you know, you had 10 or 15 or 20 other races for this year all planned out. And there's probably a little bit of overlap as far as race weekends. And so now you're looking at your schedule this year going, well, shoot. Some of these races that I were gonna that I was going to run, you know, maybe, maybe they're on the same weekend scheduled. Maybe they're on every weekend for four weeks, six weeks in a row between the two years and kind of how you had staggered things. That stagger doesn't work out so well this year. So there's a little little chaos happening when it comes to some of the, the race potential race conflicts, potential race scheduling, depending on when things shake out, how things shake out as far as the return to racing. Then, of course, there's a whole lot of people somewhere in the middle. You had a couple races planned last year, maybe a race or two planned for this year, but nothing set in stone. And then when things you know went off the rails last year, you know, all right, well, that just pushes everything out a year. No big deal and, and blah, 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 blah. So somewhere in the middle. The fact of the matter is that no matter where you are on that scale, no matter how Type A, you people, those of you that are super type A with your super big plans of, of uh, multiple races for, for the next you know year or more, um, like I said, races are going to come back, hopefully. And when they do, if you've got all those big plans, like I said, there's a little bit of a log jam. And on the one hand, it's like, it sounds like a good problem to have, right? Like, ah, oh, well, you know, yeah, we got all these races to choose from and I uh, got all these opportunities to get out there and stretch my legs and get some of those PRs and things like that again. Um, but what I'm here to tell you is that the more races that you have on your schedule for the next 12 to 18 months, the more strategic you need to be in preparing for those races and not necessarily just the physical preparations. Although, of course, that's important. Right, making sure you're getting your miles in, making sure you're doing doing all those types of things, the strength training, et cetera, et cetera, to make sure you're you're physically ready to go. But mentally, if you've got that many races going on, you gotta you gotta do some mental preparations as well. Some that are different than the normal mental preparations, because let's not kid ourselves. This is a it's a whole different ball of wax. This, this, however the situation plays out, it's different than any other race year that we've ever had before. Right, I mean, it's 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 got to be. Di- Hopefully, it's different. Hopefully, it's a lot different than last year's race race situation. Right, so that means there's got to be some mental preparations that are going on, as well as the physical preparations. Now, the physical preparations, I mean, we've talked about those before. Run easy, build your base, take care of yourself, yada yada yada. But when it comes to mentally preparing for this race tidal wave that's coming, for all these this return to racing that's going to be, you know, that's exciting. That's something that we're all, again, I think all of us are are looking forward to it. What are a couple of things to keep in mind? Because I do have a couple. I have a few, actually. So here, here you go. In no particular order, some things that I would encourage you to do to prepare physically, not physically, sorry, to prepare mentally for a return to racing and a potential logjam of races later this year and into 2022. First and foremost, prioritize a couple of races. Ideally, maybe one or two, maybe three or four, depending on how much of a timeline we're looking at. But by definition, if you have too many priorities, if you try to prioritize all of your races, you don't have any pro- any races that are priorities. 
right? Think about that for a second. If that doesn't make sense, right? What does priority mean? It means that the, the, this one, two races, these are the these are the focal points. These are the, the key races, the races that were goal races, the most important ones. If you have a dozen most important races, you don't have any most important races, right? So you gotta you gotta hunt and peck and figure out which are the one or two that are most important to you. Maybe they're the most important because it's it's the race where you're traveling to a new state and you have you know race goals as far as crossing off different states off the list. You know, my 50 state thing, I've talked about it many times. I know several of you have similar types of goals. So maybe that, that race in, you know, whatever, in Colorado, in Montana, in Maine, whatever it is, maybe that is the most important race for you, you know, in the next 10 or 12 months, because it's getting to that state that you, that you haven't been able to get to before. And, and you're excited for to travel and run that race. So that becomes the most important race. Maybe there's a race that, that you've t- kind of targeted for a PR. It's a good course or the weather tends to be good, a little bit of a downhill, whatever the case might be. And you're really focused on, on, you know, putting in, putting all that, the work you've done over the last year, laying it all out there, seeing how it goes and, and really smashing a big PR. So that becomes your most pro- important race. Whatever it is, there's no there's no right or wrong reason why a race is important. Obviously, you, you have th- your reasons. I'm not here to, to question them. What I'm here to say is you can't say that all of the races that are on your calendar for the rest of the year are the priorities because that's not possible. So pick the one or two that are most important for you, the ones that you're most focused on. And I'm not telling you that you need to then cancel all your other races or cancel some other races. I'm just saying that the other races have to be less important. So maybe you treat those as training runs. Maybe you treat those as the type of races where you're going and you're, you're practicing executing a strategy, practicing your fueling, practicing um, your pace control to start out the race at the, at the right pace, at the right level. Maybe, you, you know, you've got some half marathons sprinkled in there that, that, you know, Half of them are going to be last year and half of them are going to be this year as tune-up races, but because you got them all jammed together, you can't really race them hard uh, because you're, you're also building towards a marathon. So, you know, they become part of your training runs. You know, those, those 13.1s be- become some 18-milers where you're running five miles before the race and then you, you get to the starting line, you run your 13, and, you know, there's, there's your 18-miler for the day. However it works out, identify the, the one or two races that are most important that are, that are most valuable to you for one reason or another, and then consciously bump all the other ones down a little bit in terms of relative importance. Hopefully you can still run them all, but if push comes to shove, your important races are your important races. The other ones are the ones that if something's got to get 86th, that's, that's where it is. Next on the list, mentally. This is, this is a little bit, maybe not quite mental, a little bit more practical as well, but for the love of God, don't sign up for any more races, right? Um, don't sign up for any more virtual challenges. Don't sign up for any more random odds and ends. Oh, this, this bling looks awesome. Or all oh, my, the, the girls are doing it or what? Like don't again, if you've only got one or two races that you're kind of eyeballing this year, this doesn't necessarily apply, right? Like those are your one or two probably priority races, but you know, you can, you can absorb another race here or another challenge here or whatever. That's, that's fine. But if you're, race schedule between now and December is jam packed. Let's not add any more chaos to the mix, right? Like, like let's focus on what we've got. Let's worry about what's still in front of you. And for the love of God, don't add anything more to the mix. 
because when when they start coming thick and fast, which they're going to do when whenever whenever things happen, whenever the situation clears and races get the green light again, hopefully soon, hopefully next week, although probably not next week, but hopefully ASAP. Don't don't let FOMO get the better of you. Don't think that you're missing out on all these races because hopefully these races will, you know, will be good for a while. We're not going to have another pandemic hopefully next year. And so we, you know, you can run run what you've got on the calendar now. Run some of the other ones next year. Get caught up again next year. Okay? So don't don't add more. You know, there's that old saying, right, of of whenever you um, find yourself in a in a hole, the first thing you need to do is stop digging, right? The the first thing you need to do to get out of a hole is to stop digging. Well, the first thing you need to do to survive this this potential race tsunami that, that might be coming for some of you is to stop adding more water to the tsunami. Stop adding more races to the calendar if you're not following my metaphor there. So don't sign up for any more races. If you already got a bunch, you're good. You're good. Don't add any more to the mix, all right? Last but not least, this one kind of blends some physical and also some some mental as well of things to do now to prepare for this 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 massive movement of races that will hopefully be coming to all of us soon is to establish some good habits specifically around recovery right now. Okay. I know I talk about recovery, maybe not super a lot, but, but enough, you know, it's kind of one of those little things that I talk about. I talk about those a lot. I talk about those plenty of times. All right. You know, making sure you get enough sleep, making sure you're, you're eating well, getting well hydrated, make sure you're drinking plenty of water every day, whether it's hot, whether it's cold, whether you're running or not, drink plenty of water. All right. Make sure you're doing some foam rolling, some stretching, some yoga, some all, you know, whatever, whatever those things are, you don't have to do all of them, but kind of ha- figuring out what works best for you, what, what your body responds well to, what your kind of ideal recovery protocol is, get it locked in now, right? Get it locked in while, while your training level is manageable. While you don't have races all the time, or while while you're not constantly, you know, tapering, racing, recovering, getting one week of training in, tapering again, racing, recovering, like I've seen that process, you know, repeat a few times with some folks in the past, and it's doable. But if you have a good routine, if you have a good recovery habit structure system protocol, whatever you want to call it, already in place, it makes that process a little easier. It makes the recovery from the first race theoretically go a little bit smoother gives you a little bit more time to get a little bit of work done as far as training and preparing for the next race makes that the taper can be maybe a little bit shorter because you're getting you're recovering well because it's all just part of the routine it's all just part of the, the system you're not trying to convince yourself that you need to go to bed at, at you know 9 30 instead of staying up until 11 um you know the week before a race because you just go to bed at 9 30 every night anyway to make sure you're getting all that kind of restorative deep sleep that that is so beneficial for us that it's just like, that's just what you do, whether you're racing or not. So get that habit, get that routine established as far as good recovery practices now. And then when you, when you need it, when all those races are happening hot and hot and heavy in a short time, time frame, you'll give yourself a better chance to not only be recovered enough to run the next race, but also, you know, you won't have to, to be swimming up, up up current. You won't have to be fighting your normal habits, your normal routines to, to enact those those quality um, recovery practices, recovery principles. So get started with that stuff now, all right? And that's that's kind of where, where we're wrapping up here is that the time to start preparing for all these races. And again, this is the, the more races that you have planned for 2021 and into 2022, 
the more important it is to get started now. Keep doing your training. Keep preparing physically. That stuff's all all important, and I don't mean to to even for a second gloss over that through this. But preparing some of the mental things, specifically, which races are the priority, right? Which races do you care the most about? Not adding to the mix, not adding more stress to the situation, not adding more races to deal with, but like being content with the races that are on the schedule and not adding any more. And then getting into a good routine with your recovery. If you can do those things now, in addition to continuing to keep up with your training, you're going to put yourself into the best position possible to not only have a good running fall, but hopefully have a good racing fall. Maybe have a good racing spring and summer as well, depending on where you are, what the situations are, what the local regulations are, what you're comfortable with, all those types of things. But you know, the, the time to do the prep work is now. Don't wait until there's, it's for sure that the races are going to happen. Start, you know, start training. Start training your mind. Start training your your you know recovery stuff. Your your body's ability to recover. Start doing all that stuff now, and it's going to make what will hopefully be a pretty heavy race season. It'll make the the odds of it going smoothly, the odds of you collecting all those medals, the odds of you securing a PR or two, the odds of you crossing some states off your list the odds of you reaching your running, your mileage goals, the odds of you being successful with all these races this year, nothing's guaranteed, but they go up if you're putting in the right prep work now. And again, it's 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 much mental and mindset as it is physical, which I don't know about you, but that mental mindset piece, easy for me to overlook. Like I'm good at getting the miles in. Some of the mental preparations, the mental plannings, yeah, sometimes I come up a bit short. So as per usual, this is this, even though I'm not the one with the, all the races planned, there is something in here that's as much for me as it is for you guys, uh, which is which is I don't know if you're if you're not keeping you know keeping uh, tabs at home, that's kind of how it works just about every week. So you know there's that as well. But that is uh, it for today. What do you think? How, you know what wh- what does your race schedule look like? You got a bunch of of races coming up. Um, or at least tentatively planned for this year and, and, uh, already planned out for next year. Are you one of those type a people? Uh, are you more like me kind of laid back, like chill, like, eh, whatever happens, you know, we'll see whenever it's, it's safe to race. I'll jump in some races again. Either way, let me know at Dizruns on Twitter at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, if you point your browser over to today's show notes, blog post, whatever you want to call it for today, uh, which you can get to at Dizruns.com slash nine one five. We got memes, we got gifs. Uh, got a couple of new ones, a couple of old ones. Like a nice little mix in there. Uh, we also got that comment section down at the bottom. You can let me know what your race plans are, what you're struggling with, what uh, what is where you're good to go. You know, all all of the things. You can let me know in that comment section, uh, and I, I always appreciate hearing from you there. And uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. So I think we'll wrap it up here, um, y'all. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this one, hit that share button. Um, and also, if you want to support the show, many ways to do that. Sh- hitting the share button. Arguably the most the most valuable way to support the show that literally costs you nothing but a couple of seconds to, to share the share the show. But if you want to sh- support the show financially, Patreon is a great way to do it as well. Patreon.com slash Dizruns, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Dizruns. Uh, join us for the book club. Join us for some other stuff that uh, hopefully will be coming up down the pipe soon. Um, more on that, uh, you know, to those that are that are on the, on board the Patreon train, right? We'll, we'll, we'll figure that. We'll figure out those details, uh, with everybody that's in the crew for sure. Um, and with that, we'll go ahead and, and officially wrap this one up now. Uh, y'all thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Thanks for taking me with you wherever it was we went today. And until next time y'all be well, next time 
And until next time, you'd think, you know, you'd think because I say this basically the same outro every time, you'd think that it would come out of the, the holster, you know, no, no problem. Here I am stumbling over my words. But anyway, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>